Okay, so on my count, we're going to clap on two. Okay. okay. Three, five, two. <laughs> Nerd. Welcome back to this week's episode of Nerd and Nerder. I'm your host this week, Karsten. I am Nerder. My friend here, Will, he is Nerd this week because we are nerds. I am his weebies and I have a peebies. Exactly. He's a weebies and he has a peebies. Don't know what he means by that, but whatever. Yes, welcome back. Uh, it's your first time joining in. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you, you know, more than once, I think this will be what, episode six? six. This will be episode six. Six. Episode six this week. Thank you. If you've listened to all the episodes, I really, 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 really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, this week's a little interesting. We we took a little we we took a week off. Uh, we were pretty busy in our normal lives. You know, I just started school again. William was having fun at a concert concert festival. Heck yeah, baby! Yeah, we were just having fun. I know we skipped a week, but hey, we got a, a episode out from last week. Recap being it's so bizarre. Yeah, that's all you get this week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll start with this week. I mean, uh, we we live down here in Florida, and at the time of recording this, we're about to get slammed with uh, Hurricane slash Tropical Storm Ian. It was pretty great. You know, yeah. this suddenly changes, sounds different, cuts out, whatever. That's why, you know, you know. Yeah, so we're going to try and get something in for you at least and yeah and hopefully not i mean we're not gonna die but hopefully not die in the process or get wet inside my house where we are in florida we're not gonna be hit that hard compared to our uh our uh siblings uh, down there just south of the tampa bay area they're really they really got battered hard yeah they did i really and it's just i mean it's it's weird to think about florida in the sense of at this point this storm is so huge the entire state Pretty much the entire peninsula minus the panhandle is getting rain. And yeah, no, but really quickly, side note, I saw these pictures and videos on Twitter of Tampa Bay and Apalachicola Bay being drained because of the amount of water it's sucking up. Pulls all the water out. It's pretty cool. It's like fascinating to see it. And, you know, people are walk people people are walking around in Tampa Bay. First of all, that's stupid. Do not do that. If you or if you're listening to this somehow and you live in Tampa Bay. And you went out there, you're stupid. That water could come back and rush in at any moment. I, I don't know why you would do that. You're just plain old stupid. Second, Apalachicola Bay, they've all done this before with uh, with the bigger in size that they're getting with, uh, you know, the changing global warming and everything. Apalachicola was like dry. It was so weird. That's 400 miles away from the storm. Oh, geez. That is up in the panhandle because that's the river that feeds Atlanta. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's it's affecting a lot of places, and then, of course, the storm's stirred. Look at us getting a geography lesson from Carsten. Is it geography? Yeah, I, I guess geography. so. Geography, and then, um, what is the study of weather? Uh... No, Patrick. No, Patrick. Tricks are for kids. This is really bad. I should know this. Uh oh, meteorology. Well, meteorology. Thank you. Well, I don't you. know if that's like exact the exact translation, but you know, 
It's the study of as- atmospheric effects on our cool. weather. It's pretty much okay. The same. Well, there you go. Well, that that's done. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I'm gonna have to live through it tonight. Anyways, um, yeah. So this week, it's definitely a weird topic. I will say that. Okay. Do you want to take a guess? Because I don't think you're gonna get it. No, I'm not. Like you, as of like a few hours ago, when when we texted about it, you still yeah. didn't have an idea of what you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it's it's gonna be a little. It's it'll be short because I, I'm not as big of a nerd on this so- subject. I don't need to say I'm a nerd. I'm just an avid fan. See, I didn't even think of doing like a soccer episode. I should have done that, but I chose something else, and we're gonna stick. With if it. a fan is avid enough, I stick by the fact that they are nerds. That's fair. That's fair. All right, so got a kind of a broad topic today. Broad and. Hopefully, this helps with conversation between the two of us. We'll see. So, as we know, at least the two of us, some of the listeners know, we are not small human beings. We are big, meaty men. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. I, I thought you were going to go meaty claws with Big, that again, but... meaty claws. Is that what you wanted? Exactly. Yes, yes, thank you. You're welcome. So, topic for today. Drum roll, please. Cooking shows. Yes. Okay. Cooking shows. That was whoa. That was wild. I didn't. I had no. Ah, I couldn't have guessed that in a hundred years. That's fantastic. See, right? It's great. So lately, Lauren and I have really gotten into watching the Great British Bake. Oh my god! Of course. And it is really come to my like our attention on how nice they are in the show and they're not total dicks like american cooking shows are Mm -hmm. because the main i don't know if this would be like a great direct comparison but i would think a very similar talking point is chopped you've seen that show oh yeah chopped is awesome okay chopped is great but like of course with any competition cooking show even Triple G, Guys Grocery Games, or, you know, any of those sort of realm of cooking shows comes, of course, pressure. But, like, the judges in in these American shows are so... They're not necessarily mean, but they're not... They're more of a meaner type of con- uh, constructive criticism on the food. And the, and the competitors seem like they don't like each other. But in like the Great British Baking Show, man, someone finishes early, you're immediately helping somebody else or asking, hey, what do you need? What do you need? Blah, 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 blah. And if you don't finish in time, obviously you're doing your own thing, but you'll accept help no matter what from other people. And at the end of every show, of course, there's one person that's the star baker and then one person that goes home. Except for season seven, which we're watching right now, which they could possibly have two people go home at some point. But the thing is, they all hug each other whenever someone leaves, right? But it's so heartfelt. It's so warming. They're like, I, I really, it really hurts me to leave, but you know, I'm just going to miss the family that I've made, which maybe it's because it's a longer taping show in the sense that there's three competitions over the span of two days with your first two being on one day, the, the third being on the other, your showstopper, which takes the longest, of course, it's four hours. And I don't know, it's just, it's come to my attention that it's not, it's a different type of etiquette, of course, because it's Britain versus America. 
very different, very different lifestyles. Uh, their big old thing is biscuits versus cookies. I mean, they're the they're the same thing pretty much. I know that what we call biscuits, they are more likely to call scones. Scones. Scones, right? But I I I do want to touch on something that you were you were saying about the sportsmanship and whatnot. How like when someone wins and they're everybody's hugging each other. I think for you to say that that doesn't happen in American programming, or at least insinuating it, I personally think is wrong, and I have to disagree with you there. Okay. I don't know in, in all the in all the reality shows that I that I see and all the and you know similar types of things. There's there's always going to be some really good sportsmanship among players, unless someone's just a a, a real dick. Which is possible, you know, it's happened before, but unless someone is just like an absolute a-hole, and there's, I think there's always going to be that sportsmanship. Now, now I, I will agree with you when you said that they're always helping each other, you know, in the, in the Great British Cook-Off, or is, what is it called? The Great British Baking Show. Thank you. So when they're when they're all helping each other after finishing their thing, yes, you are not going to see Americans for do that. sure. You are you are not going to see Americans doing that. Uh, I was actually just sitting here thinking, you know, for one, I'm personally not going to help out my competitor, and two, I personally wouldn't want to be helped. That may just be me, the the big dumb stupid American, but I don't know. I just I just wouldn't want competitors helping each other i don't know that might be the way that we were raised right so of course two very different lifestyles in the way that people are raised in england versus here a lot i think both can say that you know they're very family oriented main difference is in america at 18 you're technically a legal adult and you want to leave house but a lot of the time in you know europe they stay for a lot longer usually until they get married i i'm not going to say that's for everybody but it's just it's very different a lot of times and i've seen a lot of people they're you know i would i guess obsession i would say in baking or cooking or whatever craftsmanship that has to do with food comes a lot from their either their parents grandparents or the generation above so it's like passed down through family, which sometimes in here in America, yeah, but you don't see that very often. There's very few and far between like family-run bakeries. I don't think I've ever run into one, especially down here. Granted, up north in like New York and stuff that might be bigger because it's a bigger city, but down here, I don't think I know of any really family bakeries. The thing, well, it's uh, there's a weird thing about where we live. There's a weird spectrum. Uh, when it comes to that's true when it comes to mon pa shops of all of all types see we're in a fairly middle-sized city we're big enough to have our own like metropolitan area but we're too small to have a 285 or something that's circling us right a beltway right exactly yeah. we're, we're not like one of those major cities and i think when we're in the middle like that you're less likely to come across any mon pa shops when you go when you go out further in either direction i believe you are pers- you are 
more likely to see Ma and Pa shops. In a small town, small towns are absolutely ran by Ma and Pa shops. When you get into a huge city like New York, as you just said, you're more likely to come across Ma and Pa shops because it, it, there's just shops all over the place. Right. You throw a dart, you're you're going to hit something. Okay, I never really thought about it that way. I mean, yeah, I guess in Orlando, really the the closest big city, really, that could produce that. I mean, the thing is, Orlando's really weird, too, because you've also got, like, Kissimmee, and then Disney World's its own frickin' town, and then Universal in Orlando. So it's, like, it's very touristy. I wouldn't say it's, like, not a lot of people live in Orlando like they live in New York, if that makes sense. All right, sorry, we got sidetracked. Um, anyways, back to cooking, back to food. Food. I was thinking, so obviously, me being in a long-term relationship, our favorite thing to watch when we go on vacation is either HGTV or Food Network. That sounds like an old married couple, I know. But it's good TV, man. <laughs> it's it's perfect TV. I totally agree with you. Like, HGTV and Food Network, those are some bomb shows. Like, they, like they're just oh my God. so much Lo- fun Love to Love It or List It or, like, in, in House Hunters. Oh, get me on that right now. I will gladly go on that show. Give me some money first and then I'll go. Absolutely. But then, like, I remember I had this distinct memory, especially with you, when we were at a Lauren's birthday trip. I think it was last year. When we were all sitting around the TV watching Guy's Grocery Games, just yes, enjoying ourselves. <laughs> because it's good content. Yeah, no, it really is. And especially, I think, with that show, they really changed the dynamic of a cooking show, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're placed into a supermarket. Sometimes lanes are closed off or you have to use certain ingredients or make a certain dish without main ingredients. It challenges the creativity part of the brain. And I'm just like, wow, I could never do that. Yeah, I think American programming, at least in the cooking aspect, has a lot more creativity to it. At least I feel like uh, I maybe maybe I haven't seen enough, you know, of the Great British Baking Show or other programming. There you go. Yeah, I did it, but I feel like a lot of American programming is 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 at least in my opinion more creative when it comes to that stuff. Like guys, grocery games. Yeah, I is I think it's a really cool concept. Uh, that only the Guy Fieri can come up with. Oh, beautiful, man. Can't forget diners, drive-ins, and dives now. I'm Guy Fieri, and we're rolling out. Looking for America's greatest diners, drive-ins, and dives. Exactly. No, but, like, just to think, like, that and, like, oh, what's the one with, oh, rest in peace now, but Anthony Bourdain. Oh, what was his? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was on H, no, that was on Travel Channel. I forgot he was dead. That wasn't even on those two. Yeah, he is. Oh, his was like international. That was a good one too. It was um, man versus food. Man versus food was great. I need to look this up now. Is it Anthony uh, Bourdain? No boundaries or something like that. No, it was. Oh God, what was it? Oh, man versus man versus food was on Travel Channel. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, because the whole point of the show was to was to like I guess show you these different food places around America to go and eat at. One of them is definitely Bizarre Foods with Andrew Zimmer. Or Zimner, I don't know how to say his last name. There's way too many. I can't I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, no. It's like, it's the idea of everything. And Man Vicious Food, big, 
memory of mine because my dad loved that show. We watched it all the time. That was Adam Richman, right? Adam Richman is his name, yep. And he's on TikTok now. Is he really? And I follow him, yes. That's great. I mean, everyone's on TikTok at this point. Pretty much. I watched a lot of Iron Chef America with my grandma. I don't know if you ever like saw that one, but that's like basically the best cooks in America fight against each other with like either, you know, random ingredients or whatnot. Or there was another one that was, it was basic. I think it was beat Bobby Flay where it was just Bobby Flay. Yeah. Beat Bobby Flay. I've seen some, I haven't seen much of an iron chef, but I've seen plenty of beat Bobby Flay. They're just all such good TV. They're so entertaining. Cause you don't know what anyone's going to make really. Yeah. I had to, I had to look it up. But do you want to know another difference between American programming and British programming? Sure. Oh, yep. Yep. (laughs) That's one of the main differences between American programming and British programming. Yeah, no, I agree. Because, like, a lot of the times, especially that I've noticed with, like, Lauren pointed this out to me last night is whenever there's no music in the background you know something's gonna happen but it's all usually like cheery and you know ready to go music it's never like dramatic and i agree with you when you say that that's definitely a staple of american tv is to make it over dramatic i don't i can't even say it i was gonna say the exact same thing american producers they try so hard to make a TV as dramatic as possible. But you want to know something? We buy it. it. Works. We buy it every it single time. Even when there's nothing there, we buy it. Like, um, oh, the, the Formula One show on Netflix, literally none of it happens, but they make it so good. Really? Yeah, a lot of the, like, real, real fans. I wouldn't even say real fans because we're all real fans, but. All of like the fans that came before the show are so upset because they're like, this isn't even real. Why do you guys like this? This is trash. Oh, goodness. And they gatekeep so hard. It's so it's so toxic. Anyways, going back to food. Yes. Oh, there was another show I want to talk about. What was it? It was on the Food Network. I can't. Paula Deen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Paula Deen. Oh, don't get me. Don't get me started on the, the Pioneer Woman. The Pioneer Woman was another one. Yeah. <laughs> she's still on she's still oh, on yeah. tv no, because she hasn't canceled she hasn't been canceled and she's not racist <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but the, 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 but the, uh who is it doing uh is it it's not paula dean who's doing stuff with uh martha stewart martha stewart with um snoop dog snoop dog like that's such a great thing like so good that's a funny pair isn't it it's a, it's an amazing pair it's like you never think that those two together would be like perfect comedy gold right i mean snoop is also just an amazing marketer snoop is an an amazing person yeah that's what i've heard Uh, snoop of course there are jokes that you can make about him about him about you know his gang life and the amount of pot he smokes and whatnot but he's an overall great person like he has he has a uh a youth football league in california that he funds all by himself what i didn't know that that's awesome no, it's really cool. Ah, uh, gotta love the Snoop Dogg. And who, if you have a problem with that much weed in 2022, I don't know what to say, but whatever. Yeah, no, and then, oh, Pioneer Woman, Barefoot Contessa, that's another one. Oh, I forgot about her, too. 
Oh, my, dude, I, my mouth is salivating so much because I'm thinking about food. And I just want a good pie. A good pie does sound really good right like, now. Like, we're almost in October, so I think it's almost acceptable time for me to eat pumpkin pie, right? Yeah, it's al- almost time. But who... who why do you got to put a time limit on things? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I know. Especially desserts. Oh, God. We're really showing our weight now. Go and get yourself that pie, man. I can't right now. Everything's closed. Oh, true. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of hurricane update, uh, there is it's definitely picking up outside. Um, the wind is moving a lot of tree branches outside my window. Oh, really? And it's raining. I have like it's been doing all day. I have my window closed and my good well, and my, and I have like good seal on my on my headphones, so I can't really hear much. Well, you know how my my room is. I'm looking right out the window. I mean, I keep the window open, so during the day I get some nice natural light while I work in here. No, when I try to look at my window, all I see is a big old dog licking his butthole on bed. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Hanky boy. I miss him. It's it's very, I, I would say this. I would say it's very warming and relaxing to me because I watched it so much growing up with my grandma. She was the one who really started it. Uh, I mean, I guess we can open up the floor now to both HGTV and Food Network because we're just talking about comfort TV at this point. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. And so, you know, House Hunters, great show. We would watch it. House Hunters International, even better, because you get to see a lot of the the Mediterranean life, especially in that show. And the houses are ridiculous, man. Like some of the ones that I can remember. Holy crap. And then Love It or List It also makes a great turn. Because what I don't understand about that one is no matter what, you're dumping money somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're probably making a decent amount off the sale if you go to get the other home, but it's just, it's almost like a waste of construction to me. I can, yeah, I can because see. Because you bring in these people, you do up certain things to your home that you can do with your budget, but then you're like, oh, I don't want it. I want the house that he found me. Like almost like a waste of time and a big F you to all the constructor, constructors and designers. I, I don't know. It would be fun to be on one of those. You know that, um, Extreme House Makeover came to came here. Did it really? I was just about to. I had I had Extreme Home House Makeover like in my back pocket, just waiting for a break. Like ha ha! But no, you brought it up first. Uh- <laughs> yeah, they came here and did a home here for a family that my grandma actually knew. Oh really? Yeah, they were huge in like the music scene in her church, and they did them well. That was a great home that they ended up building for them. But that show, I don't. It doesn't exist anymore, does it? I don't think so. I w- yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it. What was the guy's name? Ty Bevington? I think so. D- did he get canceled at some point? Uh, probably. Oh, wait. Extreme Makeover Home Edition. That's what it's called, I think. Ty Pennington. Pennington. Okay, I was wondering because I looked up Ty Bevington and I'm just like, this is this doesn't sound right. He hasn't done anything, it looks like, for a while. He's Oh, well, he's doing all his like home, home renovation shows, I guess. It doesn't look like he's been canceled. I don't know. Yeah, I looked at I'm I'm looking at it now. He hasn't been canceled. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. You're thinking of the my pillow guy. Oh, but yeah. Well, he came across as like this goofy, you know, like dad on, you know, just selling pillows and he's a uh he's a nutcase. Yeah. It's Mike something. Uh Mike Lindell. 
My name is Mike Lindell, and this is my pillow. If I could hear it in my head, I could probably do it, but I just... Yeah, don't worry. Don't, don't waste your breath on it. We don't want them free advertising. <laughs> yeah. Also, another weird-ass makeover show. Vanilla Ice has a home makeover show in he Miami. He does. I mean, good for him because he it's a, it's it's apparently a really good show. I've seen a couple episodes here and there. It's not bad. I mean, there's other shows that I would take over it, especially on I don't think it's even on like cable TV. I'm pretty sure it's on like a premium network. Really? Yeah, Vanilla Ice, Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby renovation show. It's on Magnolia Network. Magnolia Network? I've never heard of that. Yeah. I've never heard of it either, but I've definitely seen the so show. So maybe it's not that good of a show. But it has an HGTV, like, page. Oh, really? Yeah, that's called the Vanilla Ice Project. I wonder if they... I wonder if HGTV owns Magnolia and they just kind of, like, demoted him. That's what I was just about to look up. Because that would definitely... That would make sense. Uh, da, 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 da. It's owned by Warner Bros. And it was founded in, in 99. And HGTV is not owned by Warner Bros. At least I don't think they are. Because they're on the... They have their own streaming service, Discovery Plus. So they're probably owned by Discovery Channel. Maybe? Oh, okay. The Magnolia Network used to be the DIY Network. Oh. I remember the DIY Network. I've never heard of Magnolia. I, I remember the DIY. Oh, Warner Brothers does own HGTV as well. Warner Bros. I'm I'm sure owns half of the networks that you know you could watch. I'm I'm fairly certain. Oh, I'm sure. Either that or Disney, because Disney owns, of course, all the sports, ESPNs, and whatnot. ABC, and, uh, ABC. Yeah, CBS is its own thing, right? CBS is its own thing? Question mark. Paramount. Oh, Paramount owns CBS. Yeah, it, Paramount Global. Is what it's called. Oh, no wonder no wonder we haven't heard of Magnolia Network. It just became the Magnolia Network. Oh, really? January 5th of this year. Oh, wow. So it was DIY until then. Yeah. And now it's Magnolia. Okay. That makes sense why we've never heard of it. All this talk about comfort TV. I just... Well, so... Young Little Weebum used to wake up very early in the morning, even on the weekends, and just watch TV. I He would either watch... He would either watch cartoons or he would he would watch Food Network. You know some of the some of the stuff that we talked about before: Paula Deen, uh, Barefoot Contessa, uh, Trisha Yearwood had a, a show. The early morning Saturday, early Saturday morning on the Food Network was all about the country women. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I'm just now realizing <laughs> that. <laughs> um, it's either that or Sunday early Sunday afternoons after church, right? Yeah. I would also watch the Game Show Network. Oh, yes. The Game Show yes. Network was my jam growing up. We still watch the Game Show Network every once in a while, though. Do you really? Yeah, I've definitely seen... Some of the games on there are very, very, you know, intuitive. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but other ones are pretty good. I have one other show that you probably enjoyed because we were boys. Okay. Ooh, this... this I still think about this show to this day like to the point where i think it was two weeks ago lauren and i looked it up on youtube because we wanted to see something about it and we watched an episode while standing in the kitchen how it's made i forgot about how it's made 
Oh my god. How it's made was so good. How it's made was really good. I, and now I'm thinking about it. I watched a lot of Discovery as well. Because <laughs> I watched Dirty Jobs. Do you remember that show? Dirty Jobs. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. I mean, Shout out DJ and his Mythbusters things that he has in his, his office. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he's got like these these bobbleheads of the the two main guys. Adam and... Um, uh uh jamie yeah adam and jamie um yeah i'm pretty sure he's got three of them and i think he said like his sister has one of them and they've always had them together but no mythbusters was a great show i will forever quote mythbusters as the reason why i walk in rain yeah because didn't they prove if you run you get like more you wet. get more wet yeah uh I get asked all the time because I walk when it's raining. I don't, I don't really budge a whole bunch. I'll just walk when it's raining. And people will ask me like, what? come on, William, what are you doing? Hurry up. Like, no, I'm walking in the rain. Mythbusters said it's better this way. And if Mythbusters said, that's the truth, the facts. Mythbusters is law. Exactly. Take it one step further. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh, I remember there was one episode that I saw that it's still in my mind is the Ooblick episode. Oh, yeah, where they, like, filled up a giant tub with it and then just ran back and forth. Yeah, and then uh, one of them ended up sinking in it. Mm -hmm, because they didn't move fast enough or something like that. Yeah, and then I think they just gave up and were like, yep, I live here now. <laughs> Rent-free in my head. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of other classic TV shows that weren't cartoons that I watched. Oh, American Pickers. Dude, American Pickers was that was a family show. Like, like that was a family show. Yeah, our family uh, got together, you know, on various days throughout the week, and we watched show like certain programs together. American Pickers was one of them. Yes, and then I've actually been to that place. I went to one of the guys like garages in, um, I think it was in Iowa. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was in Iowa with Noah, we went and saw. A part of the American Pickers garage, which it was so cool. I, finding like hit little bits and bobs of history like that, I think it was so cool. Yeah, the American Pickers program was like really cool. But I also, you know, when you, when you take a step back and look at it, you're just like, why do these people have all this stuff? Right. It's it's hoarders, but with rose tinted glasses. Pretty much. Okay, so I found it. It is on the border of Iowa and Illinois, like literally on the Mississippi River. Well, it can't be on the river. It would float away. Well, oh my God. You know what I mean. It's called Antique Archaeology. That's the place we went to. Antique Archaeology. And that was pretty cool. We got to see some stuff. It wasn't very much, of course, but um, God, what were the other shows that I'm like are now slowly but surely coming back to my head? Well, when I think of, when I think of like family programming that my family used to watch, we had a couple of sitcoms that we watched on a regular basis. One was one that you and I, as well as others, have revisited here recently: Modern Family. Great show. And the other one was The Middle. Yeah, we also did The Middle. Oh, really? Oh, my brick. Oh, Brick is fun. Brick is great. Axel, there. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I don't know how I forgot this one that I, I just saw on the internet. Well, we'll finish out with uh, your sitcoms because, yeah, they're, they're also things that we watched. We sat down and watched 
because the the middle and modern family came back to back to each other uh-huh on, like, exactly nights. yeah one started at one started at 8 30 one no one started at eight one started at 8 30 then it was the modern family i remember was the 8 30 slot uh so mm-hmm. we watched that and then right when it ended it was like all right nine o'clock bedtime and so that's what happened yeah no i agree with that one that's exactly what we did too the one that i was that i brought up that I'm surprised you actually haven't brought up yet is Pawn Stars. It, I, I actually kind of came back to Pawn Stars not too long ago, not through watching the actual show, but I've watched so many clips that they have on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So my thing is I get lost down these rabbit holes on Facebook videos, actually. Facebook, really? Yeah. So like, oh, what? The- I can't remember what it's called, but the towing one from like New Jersey, they like, it's basically they, they go around and f- get these illegally parked cars or grab tickets and tow the vehicles. Don't, a- don't ask me why, honestly, it just, it, it piques my interest for some reason. I don't know of the one from Jersey. I do know of a show. I do know of a couple tow shows. One is South Beach Tow that was based in Miami. Yep, I've seen that one. That was a good one. Another overdramatized, you know, piece of American TV garbage, but it, you know, <laughs> it was still a lot exactly. of fun to watch. They had um, this one chick who's this big, big old woman, not heavy, but big woman. Uh, and her name was Bernice, and she, she was, she would whoop some behind now. Uh, so she was, she was always <laughs> my mom's favorite part of the show. And uh, she eventually became the first female head football coach in some, in in at some high school down south. That's cool. Yeah, and another the other tow show, I forget the title. It was basically the concept was, no, it was about repossessing. It was it was repo something, but uh, basically these these repo men would come with a tow truck, get latched up to a car, and then the head guy would knock on the door and say. Sorry, you're behind on your payments. We're going to have to take the car away. Unless you can answer these five trivia questions. And <laughs> <laughs> cash cab! Cash cab! It, it's, it wasn't cash cab, but cash cab's another show that we're probably going to have to come back to. Um, they uh, they also made it overdramatic. Like, with every question they got wrong, the car got lifted a little bit more. <laughs> but if they answered uh, so many questions right, I don't know. I don't remember how many exactly they would offer to pay for your car in full and so you could to keep your car and not have to worry about it being repossessed again wow mhm but if you if, but it sucked because if if you lost bye bye car <laughs> right on oh, that and that one makes me think of um this other one that i used to watch all the time on like facebook it was um i can't remember the name of it of course cuz my memory right now is shot i don't know why but it was basically it took place in a car park where they towed all the vehicles to but it almost kind of acted like a front for the DMV as well what yeah like people's like insurances and stuff would get faxed there i don't know why i was so into it but i was but it was like really dramatic in the sense that people would be like yeah i got the money i got the money i'll be back in 2 hours oh we closed in an hour and a half you got to do what you got to do or the car is ours I just got reminded of it's it's another network that I got reminded of. The Repo show was on Spike. Mm, I remember Spike. Spike Spike is probably still around, but there are a bunch of good shows on Spike. I don't I don't think it is. 
You don't think so? No. But there was also um, A Thousand Ways to Die was on Spike. I was never a fan of that show. Oh, really? No, there's um, there's one scene that has lived in my head. Two scenes that have lived in my head. No, unfortunately, rent-free because I'd love to charge them rent for being in my head. One of them... I'll, I'll save the more gruesome one for the for the last one. But the first one, a woman had implants and went up in a plane and they exploded. Botched boob job, basically, and kapow. Well, so it wasn't necessarily that the boob job was botched, if I remember. It was because the the types of implants... Pressure. Right, the types of implants they she got swell, swelled up because of the pressure and then eventually pop goes the weasel. Yeah. The other one... Oh, God. I hate that I'm thinking about it. The guy got sucked up into a mulcher, and then blood was sprayed everywhere. I was a little kid. I was like seven or eight. Fear Factor was another one. Fear Factor, uh, hosted by uh, the one and only Joe Rogan. Wait, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the original Fear Factor host. I could be wrong. (laughs) You know who it is now? Um, uh, I'm, I'm about to tell you. It was presented by, oh, wait, what? Ludacris? Ludacris is now the new one. He's the <laughs> new one now. Yeah, Joe Rogan was the host while it was airing on NBC, and now it's yeah, Ludacris on MTV. Joe Rogan actually has hair. Yeah. I remember him talking about, like, he was the, uh, yeah, the Fear Factor guy just did this. It was like, what do you mean Fear Factor guy? Did Were you on Fear Factor? And sure enough, he was. He just had hair. That's why I didn't remember him. Yeah, no, that doesn't look like him at all. Because obviously we know him from uh, UFC and his podcast. Uh huh. So many shows that I've watched. Apparently the show is only a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Fear Factor? Fear Factor. Yeah, that makes sense. Because <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> um, well, of course you get Wipeout. That's like a staple of my family as well. Wipeout was a lot of fun. That was another. That was another family program. We've gone so far away from food. Yeah, I'm not even gonna title this thing. I'm. Not, I'm gonna like the title of this one's gonna be weird. I don't know what, but it's gonna be weird. Wipeout was fun because they had like the two the two commentators on it. One was an actual like ESPN analyst, and the other one was a comedian. John and John. John and John. Mm-hmm. But the the banter that they would have was always fun, and the stunts that they would have to perform in Wipeout uh, were were great as well. That same formula got transplanted into another show fairly recently. I don't know if it's still going on because not a lot of people watched it. I enjoyed it. I watched a few episodes with my dad. He enjoyed it as well. But it was the same thing. ESPN analyst. Can I take a guess at the show? Go ahead. Holy moly. Holy moly. Actual ESPN analyst. And then uh, and then the comedian was Rob Riggle. Yes, I do remember this. I never watched it. It was a, it was it's only like a, a a few years ago, but and uh, Steph Curry produced it. Steph Curry produced it because he's almost a better golfer than he is a basketball player, which is really weird to think about because he's so good at basketball. Exactly. Oh, minute to win it, starring Guy Fieri as the host. Yes, I forgot about that. Who wants to be a millionaire? Family Feud. Jeopardy, Jeopardy's always a blast to watch. Jeopardy's always for anyone, I really think. At least, definitely, it like it definitely, in my opinion, because I love trivia. You are a, a wealth of. I'm going to say this nicely: a wealth of useless knowledge. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did not expect that. America's Got Talent's always a good, a been a good one. Oh, I never. Did we ever visit Cash Cab? Because I brought that up. You did bring it. You did bring it up. But no, we did not. We did not. Cash Cab was that. great. I watched that one a lot because, of course, trivia. Exactly. Cash Cab was a lot of fun. But I can't help but think like the people who just are like, okay, you got to take me to, you got to take me to second and eighth right now. Da, da, da. You're on the cash cab, and I can and I can only think of like the people who are right. like in a hurry, just going no. Exactly, like you're like really, really. I got to do this now, and I'm on TV. Right. Well, and, I, and I'm sure there's like some sort of, you know, if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Sorry, I'm not a real taxi track cab driver. Get well, out. Get out of my tab. Right. Yeah. We might leave it at that for the shows, though, because like we've talked about a lot of shows. We talked about a, we talked about a lot, and some of this may be good expansion material for later. Which has been honestly, I didn't think this was going to be this long of an episode. Honestly, I'm I'm happy. You had low hopes for yourself. I did because I picked a really I picked the topic in, like an hour ago. I was sitting on the couch, oddly enough, watching the Great British Baking Show, eating, and I was like, <gasps> got it. <laughs> But all right, well, yeah, I'm finally right uh, there. Yeah, so go ahead and take oh, it away. Thank, yeah, thank you for watching. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And always remember, please leave a a like somewhere. I don't know. I actually don't know if any of them likes. Um, but subscribe to get week are are notified whenever we post. We're trying to best we do weekly. Um, and then leave us a uh, rating. You know, on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever helps. Really helps us getting into the flow of things and feedback is great of course now if you need to send us an email giving us some feedback what is our email will nerd and nerder podcast at gmail.com that is n-e-r-d n-e-r-d-e-r i failed <laughs> you did fail you want to try again Nerd and Nerder Podcast at gmail.com. That is N E R D A N D N E R D E R P O D C O S. It happens. It's okay. Um, but yes, while well, wrapping things up, thank you so much. Next week, uh, we'll find out what makes Will even nerder than I thought he was before. I don't know what he could ever do. But yes, thank you for listening. Uh, and stay nerdy. Stay nerder. Nerder, nerdy, nerder, friends. Yes, let's go.